Yo. Yo, yo. Yo. We are back. We are back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, ducks, dogs, cats. This is the part of my fresh wrestling podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I myself, I go by the name of AO. You can find me at DJ AOPMF. My partner to the left of me, he goes by the name of Ronnie Andretti. Hi ho, neighborino. You can find him at Andretti PMF. And of course, follow the show at PMF Wrestling and hit part of my fresh. Shouts to Lloyd A. Thompson, the Mad Mike, with that part of my fresh sports drops every Monday. Yep, yep. Had a little holiday this Monday, but we'll be back in action this coming Monday. Let you know what's going on in the wide, wide world of sports. And over here on this side of the fence, we're letting you know what's going on in the wide, wide world of pro wrestling, man. As usual. As usual. You heard we're coming off a very, very dope show. Dynamite. First steel cage match. We're coming oh, off NXT takeover Portland. Things. A lot of things. Listen, a lot of uh, good, a uh, lot of good wrestling going on. Shouts to Chad Law. Out who was there. at uh, tonight's so taping? Yeah, I think he's at ringside. I think. Well, yeah, I think they had, I I think, taping, but he was at uh, at Dynamite tonight. Right. Shouts to Chad Law. Yeah, shout to Chad Law. I think he's by the Titan Tron. I think he said he was. What do they call it? It's not the Titan Tron in, in AEW. Uh, is it? Uh, I, I don't know. Then probably well, just... it can't be the Titan Tron. Titan. Sports... I forgot. I forgot they ain't no Titan Tron. There's like a. But look, Titan Sports was the company that was basically the parent company for uh, WWF back in the days when it was the Titan Tron. Ah, uh, so. So uh, you know when they went public, it became WWE Inc. But. So it's no more Titan Tron. It's just, I guess, a screen. It's just a big ass screen. Or just. A... <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know what stage. they call it, but yeah, so Chad Lowe's over there in that region of the arena tonight. Yeah, shout out to Chad. But yeah, man, uh, uh, so like I mentioned, we're coming off, um, uh, this is the week before the go-home show for AEW Revolution. Yes. So there's one more episode before we get to the pay-per-view. Next Wednesday. Um, I forgot where it's going to be, but I know it's going to be some craziness on that take-home show. Um, got at, like like scheduled. So sad again. I'm sorry. They had a, There's a way in that schedule with oh, yeah. Chris Jericho. Do I like that? I like that. And when we get later on to the show, I want to talk about that and the the cage match. I want to like I want to put those two together. Big ass cage. Okay. Oh, that's so like a mini hell in a cell with no top, like you said. Yeah, that, it, it looked it looked like it was about as tall as the current um, rendition of the hell in a cell. Yeah, just with no top. Like that's a big cage that was man. a big that was a huge cage that was a big cage and and it looked it looked great man like you know it got the smoke coming out off the top uh-huh. and it looked it looked really dope so AEW, and then they have their their first ever uh, iron man match next week as well that's what it is right the iron man first match ever iron man uh, match Pop with, uh, versus omega. omega yep that's gonna be nuts that's gonna be nuts okay uh, <clears throat> so what do you want to start I mean, well, let's start with um. You know where I want to start? Let's let's switch up a little bit. Okay. Let's switch up a little bit. Usually, we just kind of recap shit. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Right now, and let's just go between uh between WWE, which includes NXT. So WWE, NXT, AEW. Who's the best heel? The best heel. The best heel right now. Right Who would now. Would you say like your top three heels? Top three across, heels across like the majors in pro wrestling right now in in the United States. Well, number one is definitely Randy Orton. Randy Orton, number uh, one. That's number one. Number two and three. Uh, if I can go through my mental roller decks. Oh, let's got, do it. You let's, know what? Let's oh, do it by show. I got it. You know what? I got it. Um, number two might be Shayna Baszler. Mm, possible, nice. possible nice. Shayna Baszler. Nice answer. Um, number three. Uh, um, man, um, well, Shayna Blaze is on Raw. Well, she invaded Raw in a way. Well, um, I mean, look, if, if those um, are your two top two, let's not even do it by show then. Let's just say who's, your, who's number three. Yeah, because I'm trying to think, like, those are the two people that come to mind. But I can't think of anybody else. So right now, the best, <laughs> like, the best heel work else. in the majors in pro wrestling both of them are on Raw, Randy Orton and Shayna Baszler. Right, and that speaks volumes. And we'll, 
I want to get to other stuff, but what, about that later. But no, that's I yeah, mean, that's, yo, a, like, that's a really dope. That's a that's a dope perspective, man. Me, like, because I can't think of anybody else. Like, Randy Orton was definitely my my one. Yeah, I definitely want to get. Cannot to. sleep on Shayna Baszler. No, definitely Cannot not. Sleep no. on Shayna Baszler at all. After she took a bite out of crime, I can't stop <laughs> thinking about that. I love it. Like that was just the icing on the cake right there. I love it. All right, cool. So just that you know, just that image in my head. Yeah, you can't beat like that. you can't beat that image. Like, and it's exactly like. I just really hope they don't go left and try to do like a whole weird gimmick with her. I hope not either. But you know WWE. Like we we were talking about this last week, you know, it looked like a whole vampire thing theme with the blood yeah, and everything. Like, for sure. It, it, that, I think that's unnecessary. You just keep it the way it is. You know, just let her run around. Well, I, I can't say run around biting people. Then that's just going to feed into what we don't want is of being a vampire. You know what? You know, you know what <laughs> like, I think would be dope instead of it just being like if she's always just biting people, just attacks. Right, and like okay. she should be the one that pushes the envelope. Like whatever you would say is a, is a, is an attack. Like if she attacks somebody from behind mm. backstage, yeah, she should be almost doing what Braun Strowman was doing and just throwing like equipment mm. and all kinds of shit. Like whatever she does, like I think her gimmick needs to be like whatever she you know. However, somebody else would cross the line, she's gonna go two steps beyond that. No facts. You know what I'm saying? She was, like, was kind of doing that already. Yeah, because that's what I interpret that bite as. I don't interpret. It inter- I hope it's not like a uh, the bro, vampire thing. I just look thing, at yeah. it like, yo, she's sick. She's yeah. violent. She and wanted to get her attention. She got yeah. exactly what she wanted. She has uh, Becky Lynch exactly where she wants her. Right, because you don't always have to turn everything into a gimmick to get your point yeah, yeah. across. Exactly. And okay. I, I think that's fine. Yeah. Um. Perfect transition into let's start with this past raw. Right. This 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 raw that was a couple of days ago. Oh yeah. Um let's get into raw. Asterisk Woo. on this raw. I think I saw the first half of Raw. I probably saw the first hour and a half. So let's say the first ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't remember so I saw like little bits and pieces of people talking about like there was a promo that Sheena Baszler had and I know Seth Rollins was on later in the show. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with that, um, Becky Lynch came out and she had a bag full of money and she was telling the WWE, I guess the backstage or whatever, she was like saying, "Yo, she's throwing her money on the ground out of this uh brown paper bag, and she's telling them, "Yo." Just take my money now and just give me the fines. I'll pay the fines or pay whatever it is. Because when I find Shayna Baszler, it's going to be violent. So, And then Shayna Baszler came on the, on, on the screen and said what she said. I don't remember word for word, but it, okay. it, it, it's going to be something. But that, that's, that's one thing that I was interested in how they were going to play. Like, between the, the bite. Mm. And whenever they're supposed to be scheduled for their match, right? How they were going to keep the two of them apart so that it would make sense for the story. And I think I think that was that was great because now you see you know I mean you already know Becky is she can get to that level, but now slowly Becky is going to get to this this mentality where she's going to be just as violent as Shayna Baszler. So the buildup is crazy to whenever they're going to have their match. I'll, because they didn't announce a match that I remember, right? Yeah, I don't remember seeing oh, any but... any match actually announced. Right. So there's so, no telling when that match is actually going to take place right. on which on which show. Right. Um, you know that match is going to take place, but and she was throwing well out hundred dollar bills, well and, and fifty dollar bills. You know so... what you can do though. In there's like a, a couple of different websites that have this mm-hmm. for. Like motion pictures or film or any kind of you know any kind of recording, mm-hmm. like visual recording, film, TV kind of stuff. Um, they have like basically like motion picture money that looks right. as close like to, to the naked to the eye watching that on the screen. You're not gonna be able to tell the detail. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely not. not. So, oh no, it was. It could be. It was very convincing. If that yeah, was the you case, you could cop so. a million dollars worth of that shit and not be yeah. able to buy a pack of gum. Right, but but <laughs> so, yeah, they but, were good. But the point is, she she made her she she brought her point across. Like, yo, take my money because I'm gonna get violent and just find me now. Okay, that was dope. 
so and the Seth Rollins thing was dude had a a, a Monday night sermon. Dude came out, got on the podium. Dude had his people around him, said his speech or whatever it is, and then um, Viking Raiders came out, ran to the ring, started fighting them. Then Kevin Owens came out, um, started getting in the mix, and then I believe Kevin. Oh, so Seth Rollins dodged everything, ran up to the to the um, ran up the ramp. Then Kevin Owens came out, gave him a stunner. So that looked like a nice little build up. So I, it, it looked good. It was cool. I like. Where does it. this eventually go? Like, I don't know. I'm guessing like Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins is probably going to be the the program. Yeah, for Mania. Yeah, because I'm a little, I'm a little confused. Fact being that you've seen these eight guys together for the last month. And, and there's no there's no actual defined direction. It, right. And you know it's still the tag champs right now. Yeah, they're still the tag champs. And it's cool to see all of them at one time, but if you're not going in a a certain direction, then what are you doing? Yeah, I'm just seeing you fight each other every week. There has to be something. There has to be a match or a build up to something. I don't know what's going on. It's nice to see, but I don't know what's going on. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. There's I, I, still, you know, there's there's obviously a, a good amount of time for them to, you know, really, really clearly define which direction all of these are. Right. I hope these uh, guys are going in. I hope something happens at, like, elimination chamber, which I have no idea when that is. Um, has to be somewhere in the next couple of weeks. Um, maybe two or three weeks before Mania, something like that. Because I know Mania is April fifth or sixth, something like that. Something like that. And that's that's not that far away. Yeah, they got. I mean, there's there's enough time though. Yeah, there's enough time. But just think about it, yo. Mania is right around the corner. It's ridiculous. Like like it came up on a so like so quick. So I can't, you know, I'm gonna see what's gonna happen. But let's let's turn it back. Yeah, I mean, I, I yo, wanted to, to I wanted yo. to briefly touch on Raw. Yeah, obviously that. talk. We'll talk about the biggest story coming out of Raw. We're gonna go backwards. Yeah, talk about NXT Takeover, and then we'll fast forward to tonight. But the Let's, opening segment of Raw, man, that's honestly that was the only thing I wanted to talk about. I mean, it, it, is, <laughs> it know, is it is worth seeing. Like, you know, let, let's hit the that the that, was, that was like my big asterisk what, I mean, right there. I mean, what else can you say? This is some of Randy Orton's best work, right? Which is saying a lot because he's been around for fifteen years, right? And he was at that point where he was kind of like fading in and out. He was a baby face and. He's coasting, you know. Right. Randy Orton's one of those guys that everybody always says he's one of the best in the world when he's motivated and when he's interested and excited about what he's doing. Right, and I believe that. And right now, he is very invested, very excited, very interested in what he's doing. It's it's not even it's not even just the actions, it's just what he's saying and how he's doing it. That's what I'm saying. He's just the the execution is just insane. Everything from his body language. Everything from not being able to to express what he's really feeling inside when he's on the microphone. Yeah. He walks out, you don't see him until the next week. He comes back, he's still, you know, trying to figure out yeah. what words to say. That's that's why I tweeted it I tweeted the night. I say, yo, Randy Orton's a conflicted man. And I said that builds on the character because we're still trying to figure out why did he do what he did to Edge. Well, I mean, look, from from the beginning of Randy Orton's career, you know, he's been portrayed pretty much as a psychopath, especially when you go into the legend killer uh, phase of his career. And it it kind of showed tonight. I mean, Monday. Like the legend killer phase when he was making it a point to, to punt people in the head. Yeah. Like it was very, it's always been very apparent that he's sick. He's one of the guys again mm. that's gonna go a few steps beyond what a normal heel or a normal bad guy will. No so what, what he did on Monday, this past Monday, you know, it, rewind it, a week before when yeah. he takes the chair to the back of Matt Hardy's head, and now he has to come out in a neck brace. Right, and right, he's right. like. Fuck it. If I'm going out, I'm going out. Facts. Randy Orton's like, all right, bet. 
you're going out. Right. And to add to that, you have to also, too, you have to pay attention to the crowd and how they reacting to it. Yo, how many kids were crying? Fam, I was just, that was the next I was about to say. Like, how yo, did you see that crying? one kid of in course. the back that was just crying? You know me, I laughed my ass off. Fam, I was like, kid. dude, that's that's a heel. That, that's what that's a heel what is supposed want. to do. That's the yes. reaction that you want. Right, instead of just BSing around or doing whatever. Like, yo, you're supposed to make, yo, you're supposed to heal. You're supposed to be a bad guy. You're Here's so- the thing, like, this for so long, like, more often than not, a lot of and you know who was like this at first in NXT, Tommaso Ciampa. Right when he was coming out with no music and everybody was yeah. just booing him. This is right after he attacked and turned on Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he he at that point for that period of time for that window, yep. had the reaction that every it's real all, heel was. Right, like, that's it's, your, it's the I'm reaction. Not to be cool. The thing, if you remember, like let's say Kevin Nash got off, for instance, mm-hmm. they were heels. But they're yeah. like somebody you want to go and drink a couple of beers with. Talk right. some shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, they were heels, quote unquote, but they were the cool heels. Right. There's nothing cool nah, nah, about Randy dude, Orton right nah, now. Nah, this dude is on the level. He's, he, he's, he's, he's in the zone right now. That's not saying no love. He's in the zone. And like, there's nothing cool about him. Like, uh, Matt Hardy is a beloved character. Right. And I Edge heard. Edge just came back. People yeah. have been clamoring for an Edge return for years. Yeah. And you robbed us of being able to see <laughs> Edge more than one night. You were, you know. And then you have poor Matt Hardy coming out. Yeah. Matt Hardy's in, in the neck brace. Now you're going to catch another. St- like, you're being written off. I, yeah, what's it that like? Is he is he leaving for real or is it? I mean, that's what everybody's saying for the most part because it seems as though in WWE there hasn't been much for him to do. Right. So, you know, most conversation has been going in the direction of him going to AEW. I was hearing, a lot of people I was are saying the too. Dark Order. You know, he's probably gonna wind up being. You know, that'd be the twist. He'll probably wind up being the leader of the Dark Order or something like that. Right. Here's a question for you. Do you think, I mean, do you think Matt Hardy can still go like he no. did? I mean, before? look, I've never thought that Matt Hardy can go. <laughs> like, ever. Yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah. like I, he's never, I think he was pretty entertaining. Yeah, he's a great entertainer. In ring, just never did it for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, a, he's really, really dope as part of a tag team for me. That was but amazing. Being in the ring never did it for me. Yeah, when he was doing the version one stuff, I it like. I mean, it was entertaining. I mean, never, but I mean, Hardy Boy stuff. It was always very clear to me. Jeff was the more athletic one. Jeff was, I mean, way more light years one. beyond the yeah. more athletic one. But he worked really well. Talking about Matt, Matt worked worked really well within that tag team, which yeah. was fine. You know what I'm saying? There's some people that are really, really great tag team wrestlers. Just don't do it for me as singles. singles. And uh, Matt gotcha. Hardy is that guy. Yeah. With that being said, mm-hmm. if he's been around for as long as he has, and I've felt that way about him the entire time that I've seen him, mm-hmm. yet I still want to see him, we're not talking about in-ring work with Matt Hardy right. in that yeah. case. We're talking mm-hmm. about the character. Mm-hmm. We're talking about psychology. Mm-hmm. We're talking about being able to tell a story. Right. Like I don't need you did. to do a triple Lindsay anything. You know what I'm saying? I don't need you to be a technical wrestler in the sense of Bret Hart. Nah, I just yeah, need you to tell a great yeah, story. And Matt that. Hardy knows yeah. how to tell a great story. Right, you just have to be I a good front. worker. Yeah, just be a decent worker. That's sure. Yeah. So if he happens to go to AEW, for starters, you have to know that he's not going there to, to challenge I don't Moxley know. or Jericho for uh, the world yeah, championship. Yeah, and I, I really don't want to see that too much. To he's honest. going there to tell a great story, and at this point in his career, he's probably going there to elevate whoever is next. Right, the same I can way see Dustin that. I'd rather see that. Next. Matt Hardy is that. I think he's at that point where he, you know, as legendary as he was as a tag team, definitely going into the Hall of Fame. I don't. I'm not mad if he doesn't come back. You know, saying he's already no, but that's the thing. Know, like, I, I, I'm what they what they're doing right now is great. It's not it, only is great. The reason why it's great, what they're doing right now is setting him up to get rid of Matt Hardy again and go back to Broken. Do we want to? See? Hell yeah, I'd like to see that. If he, if he goes to AEW and you figure it worked in Impact with a with. 
limited a limited audience. Yeah. Not the budget that WWE has. And it was the biggest thing in wrestling for weeks. Right. Yeah. He went to WWE. It didn't work. They weren't invested in it the same mm. way that Impact. I can't even say Impact was invested in it. They just let him do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. If he goes to AEW, there's more freedom there for him to get back to doing whatever he wants to do. Plus, he has these new toys, quote unquote, with the, the whole Dark Order gimmick. Yeah. So, I'd be interested in seeing that version of the broken mat right, right. in AEW and seeing what he can come up with. Right. I have to. So, 1000%, I'd like to see that. I have to. I have to. I have to separate the in work, the in ring work, and the character. I, it will be great to see the character. The character was dope. That was like one of the best characters I've ever seen within within these companies. It's just how you want to do it. So once you mentioned that, I was like, all right, I have to. I can't say like, like wrestling. Like, you may still be able to get in the ring and do something, but it's just it's just how you work. But that, like, that's my point. I've never, Matt Hardy has never gotten me to turn the TV on because there was a Matt Hardy match happening. <laughs> it's just never happened. And not even the, going not, not, back in his, whatever his not even the theme, Not even the theme song? No. <laughs> like, this, I've never said, oh, shit, I got to watch that you never, Matt you never, match. You never put your fingers up like this? You got to relax. You, 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 you got to relax. <laughs> relax. I'm just saying, like... You never, you never got on your bed and I and put your and put your and put your put your M ones up. I don't know, fam. Really? All right. Never. Okay. Never. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, there's never Just been saying. a moment in my life where I've said, "Yo, I have to watch that Matt Hardy match." Yo, I gotta run but home. That's never been the point of Matt Hardy. <laughs> it's just never been the point. Oh of my Matt god! Hardy. I remember it like it was yesterday. Oh, version one. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh boy, that was funny. But like, you know, it's oh. never been. The, you know what I'm saying. So if he happens to go to to AEW, oh man, in that capacity, yeah, that that work well for him over there. Yeah, because he have like you said, you have it'll be a chance for his to to um to be free with his character and do whatever he wants. You know. Now the 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 other question about this whole angle right now, who's next on 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 Randy Orton's list as far as who you're gonna see him take out? A lot of conversation about Jeff Hardy coming back. He'll be one to take out. People are even saying and bring Christian's name up. Yeah, I've heard. I, I keep. I keep. I keep hearing Christian. Okay, yeah, but, I've heard both. I've heard Jeff Hardy. I've heard Christian, uh-huh. and both. You know, obviously make a shit ton of sense. Yeah, it does. I and mean, Christian. Christian will make the most sense. the story mm. without having to get Edge physically involved until it's time to him for him to come back to uh, get the match ready. Right. So. Uh. Well, Christian, Christian was the first person that came to mind. To be honest, because like that's your guy, that's your partner, in in ring and out the ring, and um, <clears throat> for him and Christian is seen on he's on backstage every week, so that could be a little a good little dynamic. You know, what I'm saying Randy Orton can play to where like yeah, you know, I see your I see your partner on backstage. I can come to backstage and I can rip his head off. Like he'll be the next person. It could go like that. That'd be could be other the thing as far as Jeff is Jeff is still a wrestler. In, right. Like he's still an active wrestler. Right. And the thing is, I don't know when he's coming back because he's been out for a minute already. Well, I mean, he's had you know the couple of, of you know run-ins with the law, DWI, DUI, whatever the case. Um, uh huh. But you know he's still an active wrestler. Think yeah. like Christian can do a segment, and he could take him out. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy could lead to a match between the two of them, right? To where like he'll probably be the last person before he gets to Edge. I think because you can have edge. a match with Jeff Hardy at whatever you know the Fast Lane, right. or the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Because he's have a... Randy Orton take him out. And right. Then... Jeff Hardy's an active wrestler. Exactly. And then you you can extend that a little bit more, yeah. And then you know have him get ready to go, you know, up against Edge. Edge is probably more than likely like ninety nine percent going to be the Mania match. That's what I'm thinking, Randy Orton. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Just who you're going to put in front of him before you get to that point. Yeah. So I think I think Christian would be you know a segment, maybe even as early as next week. Who knows? 
Possibly. Because uh, like Matt, there's no what the fuck are you gonna do with Matt Hardy? He's not gonna mm-hmm. he's not gonna wheelchair himself down. Nah, no, nothing. Mm-hmm. They're gonna wheel him down on a gurney so he can be taken out <laughs> on a gurney. Like what's you know what I'm saying? Like point, you know, man. you want to see a dead body? Uh, well, over then, yeah, there you go. So you probably go with Christian. They do the Christian thing for a week, maybe two, and then they go with Jeff Hardy. Lead mm-hmm. up to the next pay per view, take him out. I I know. And you know, wishful thing it would see the Dudleys, but I doubt that will. I doubt that will happen. Well, Devon still works there, doesn't he? Does Devon's he? a producer backstage. Oh yeah, that's right. Devon's a producer backstage, ah. so that I mean, I ain't even thinking of Dudleys. That'd yeah. be interesting. Yeah, because that'd be very interesting. That'd be interesting. Because because I mean I mean, they won't do it with Bubba though. Because I know there was some things going on with them and him and WWE or something like that, and who Bubba. Yeah, it was. Well, no, I, well, you know, you know what it was. To yeah, do the Bully Ray character, and they wanted him. To right, that's Bubba what it Ray. was. Right, that's what it he was. He wanted to do the Bully Ray character. They wanted him to be Bubba Dudley, and he's like, "Fuck it, I've done this already. I'm good." Right, you that's what, what that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. that's that's. I was like, that's I'm not why, coming back unless I do something else. Right. Yeah. They wanted to, you know to keep the 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 Dudley boys. Right. You know what I'm saying, but uh, but you could have Devon come. Yeah, I mean, Andy Orton is a sick motherfucker. Oh man. no, facts. Oh, that's a fact. I'm with it. Yo, kids crying and I'm with and it. and ch- steel chair concertos. I love it. I'm with it. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, savage. He's a savage. Like it. great, great humor. Like, and I can't say nothing else about Raw except what we just said before. That like that was it. Like that opened it too. That opening was like a half hour. Yo, he kept you. He reeled you in and reeled you out. And they came back conflicted. And came back, he's conf- like just the dude. The whole character development, the story development, the issue that he's having. This is this is incredible. It's dope. Yeah, this is you definitely know? you know like I said earlier. Some of, this is some of uh, Randy Orton's best work of his career. Period. Facts. So That's I'm with it. Facts. Number one heel in the business. Yeah, I agree. And Shayna Baszler number two. So for shits and giggles, who's number three? Mm. You do have Brock, but Brock's only the best heel right now by default because he's like people. He's probably like he's up there. Let me think about so that's all. I mean Seth. I wouldn't put him up. Not really. I wouldn't put him, he's not, top ten. Not mm-mm. top ten heels right now. Because he's still kind of. No, he's he, definitely. He, yeah, he's heel. He, no, he's a heel. But you talking about Savage or like really top? Right. right. MJF. Like, MGF ain't biting people's necks though. No, I'm not saying number one heel. I'm just saying no, I'm... the best heel right now. You gotta put MJF up there. Oh no, facts. No, no, MJF no, no, no. on the MJF doesn't give a fuck. He's gonna come out and insult you might, your mom. He, like... he might be it. He might be top five. MJF. Yeah, because he got this whole thing with Cody and the ten lashes. Jericho's a cool heel. I can't say. Like I don't hate Jericho. Uh, yeah, like, I, I would hate Orton. I would hate Shane because Bay's because life. I'm thinking about people that like make your skin crawl right now, like, like that that you, like, that you would hate. Yeah, and Johnny Gargano at the takeover. We're getting the takeover in a couple of seconds. Right. He's not Johnny there Gargano yet. Uh, at the takeover was a big heel move, but oh, no, he's not there not yet. yet. That's just a, that's he's just starting up now. Yeah, not yet. I can't think of. I honestly, I really can't think of anybody else. Um, not Adam, not Adam Cole. Adam Cole, I mean, yeah, again, he's, like like he's, he's top 10. You don't, you don't hate but, Adam Cole. No, I don't hate him because he's still kind of cool to me. Yeah, you don't hate Adam Cole. You could hate MJF. You yeah. obviously could hate Orton. You could hate Shayna Baszler. All right, so it might be MJF then. Because I'm drawing the blank. I, <laughs> I'm really drawing the blank. Uh, <laughs> We got to think about people on SmackDown, maybe. Legit maybe, like- maybe Bray Wyatt. Bray, yeah, but he, yeah. I, I, Me, I Bray go, Wyatt. I would go. Bray. You know why? Because we keep, we keep dodging SmackDown. <laughs> I think that's, that's why we're not thinking about it because it's like SmackDown ain't really been in our in radar case, for the last month. And in that case, <laughs> and at some point he's gonna get his his just due. Yeah, he has Baron to. Corbin. Baron Corbin. As far as top heels, because you really don't like Baron Corbin, bro. Yeah, he really he's an annoying. Exactly. Ass like he's. I don't you you don't hate him for 
being like despicable, you hate him for being annoying. Yeah. Like he's one of them guys like, yo, just go away. Yeah, he might be t- yeah, I think. You know I, what I'm saying? I but in the right program, he's entertaining. Yeah, he is. You know what I'm saying? They went a little uh, bit too long with the dog food shit, but I thought that was funny. It was the first time maybe. <laughs> the fifth, maybe not so much. And them posing. <laughs> it looked like a when they threw the dog food back on him and they do posing like a like a jail pick, I'm like, yeah. okay, ah, you I got could, your revenge, cool. All I right. could go with uh, I'm not mad. I'm I'm not mad at at at, at Baron Corbin's Hilbert. All right, NXT takeover. <laughs> NXT takeover. So I guess we so before we get to that, I guess it's either Baron Corbin or. Uh, as far as top here, I mean, it's up in the air. Or that, number three, let's like one of them is number three, Bray Wyatt or Baron Corbin or MJF, either or something like. Oh, me and yo, you can go there. Is your top five? Yeah, right now those are the, probably the top five yeah. heels. Because I can't think of anybody else that like sticks in my mind. Maybe and maybe uh, um, Dakota Kai. It's number six. Dakota Kai is number strong. six. Dakota Kai is, is definitely she made strong, that impact yeah. in that <laughs> in that takeover. Dakota Kai is a strong hill. Yeah. And yeah. I was about to say Bailey, but nah. She don't make my skin grow, so. Yeah, I don't have, yeah, Bailey's getting was she on yeah. SmackDown? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And anyways. NXT takeover. NXT takeover Portland. All right. I love the show. Alright, what was your what was your favorite match? Um, I have Two, well, I mean, another asterisk. I haven't been able to watch like completely straight through. Okay. So I haven't seen all of the matches, but um, I obviously really enjoyed the opener, and I really enjoyed um, Gargano and Finn. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I mean, the Dakota Kai match was dope. I'm Finn. Mm-hmm. All matches were dope. If yeah, I'm gonna, all... if, I'm, if I'm gonna pick my like my favorite, I'm probably tied, and they're two different types of matches, but I'm probably tied for those first two matches that I mentioned: mm. uh, Finn Balor versus uh, Gargano, mm. and then um, Keith Lee and, and Donovan Dijakovic. Okay, would probably be like my two favorite matches. But I mean, there was no, there were no bad matches. I don't think there were any weak links on that match at all. I mean, I'm, on the card at all. Nah, I can't say. And and there's the thing about a takeover. I I think I've said this in the group chat before. I've never seen a whack takeover where they don't it was this right. Like I've never seen one where it was like so trash that I got to turn it off. It's either Look, it's there's, like there's, you can't, such, there's certain things like you're never gonna hear a whack Jada Kiss verse. Uh huh. You're I, never I, gonna I, see I a whack takeover. That. Yeah, I've, I haven't seen. There's a whack no such takeover. thing as a trash Jada Kiss verse. No, not at all. I haven't heard one yet. At all, so yeah, you're not gonna see a, you're not gonna see a whack takeover. Again, they're gonna be takeovers that maybe you like more than others, for various reasons. You might like this group of matches better than the other group of matches, or whatever. Right. This crowd might have been better than that crowd, or whatever. Right. It's no such thing as a whack. If you're looking at the technical aspect and the storylines, I can't, I can't name a, I can't name a whack takeover. Like all them have been. Great, straight through. Even the the UK ones, okay. for sure. And speaking of UK one, there's another take UK takeover uh, Ireland. A- a- Ireland, April twenty sixth. Yep. So I'll be waiting for that. Um, I'm Walter is up there, top heels. Oh, shit, I forgot about Walter. Walter is up there. Yeah. See, we gotta get to we gotta get a UK too because we don't talk about that too much. We have to watch. More of it, like I they don't watch. I don't watch too much show. of it, and I don't get a chance to watch it. That's the thing. They have a weekly show, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I'll make it a point to watch that before I watch a fucking episode of SmackDown. I figure I, I close on that. I, I hear a you. buck, and that's only an hour. I hear, <laughs> I hear you. Um, my favorite match for the night was the uh, uh, Dijakovic and. Keith, Keith Lee, and I probably screwed his name up. Yo, my man, Keith, <laughs> Keith Lee threw... Oh, no, he definitely did. Keith Lee <laughs> threw a hurricane around in the first, like, two, Fam, three minutes. I was like, yo, I didn't know big man can do that, but okay. Um, 
Keith dude, Lee is amazing, bro. Dude, it was amazing opening. The crowd was dope from the jump. And just the uh oh nah, you have to I made this I made it a point to make this a note. Did you see um the hoodie Donovan came out in? I don't remember it. Fam, this dude came out in a a Kobe Bryant hoodie and Kobe um is Kobe's face and Gianna's face uh split faced on the on the front of the hoodie. That's one of the dopest hoodies I've ever seen. When you get a chance, Google it. Or oh, I'll send it to you later. Dude, yeah, he came he came out to he came out show. to that hoodie, dude. That's dope. That that was that was hard. That's dope. And at the end of the match and they and they shook hands and they pieced it up, pushed him to the to the turnbuckle, like, yo, that that's true sportsmanship. Like I caught a little tear. Just, just to see that because, and, and you know, because it's just to see the great matches that they put on, and just the the level of respect and the type of character that Keith Lee is, like especially as a champion. But like, it was just, it was just so dope to like just to see that, especially for the opener, like and this dude's the North American champion. Like, yo, I'm this guy. I'm a giant, and I can flip. I can crush, I can do all that, but at the same time, I can show you respect. And, yo, straight up. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yo, that was straight up. Like That was fire. Um, uh, Finn and Gargano with the 0.1% body fat championship of the world on the line. <laughs> that was fire. How'd you feel about the ending? Uh, How'd you feel about, uh, about and, the Gargano turn? Um, I wasn't surprised. I um I wasn't surprised because is Gargano really a heel here if Champa turned on him first? Say that again. If if is Gargano really? Can you really blame Gargano? No, that's the thing, and if that's why Champa was the one that did this to him first. No, he may have just laid and wait and plotted this entire time he, to really get him back and hit him where it hurts. I'm not surprised because I thought at the. Uh... I thought at the last takeover, Gargano might have turned on him because I'm like you said, you did what I, you did what you did to me what a year year and a half ago, and I became friends with you again. And we pieced it up. We got the shirts. We got all that stuff. Now we partners again. I'm gonna throw you into the into the board. I you know, I, I you know as a fan of them, I was saying like I hope it didn't happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did. And he's plotting this whole time to to do that. I thought something was going to happen at the last one. This time, honestly, I was not expecting. I was not expecting him to come out. To be honest, but if he had, if he did, I was like, all right, I'm not surprised. Right. If he if, if, he, if he was going to come out, that was going to be the turn. Right. That was right. going to be it. But I definitely. But like, I'm not even thinking about that. I don't think about that great match because that was just a dope match. That might have been my number two match. Because these dudes want a good, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes, maybe. Might have even been longer. I think, no, you know what? Maybe like an hour, maybe. Or 45 minutes, something like that. I don't know. I can't it, it was a long. It was a long match. Here's but, a question. Yeah. A lot of people coming out of this match were saying, yeah, 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 great match, great match, great match. Mm-hmm. But you have to relax on the false finishes. On the false finishes with, with Gargano and, I mean. Just no, in I'm general, just... because like. If you go down the NXT card, mm-hmm. especially on the takeover, and this is a trend in wrestling in general, and it uh, has been for years. Uh, I see what you're saying. But yeah. finishing move, kick out, finishing move, kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out, kick oh, out, kick right, out, kick 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 out, as exciting as it is, NXT is becoming notorious for that in a way. Like it's, you, it's I a see very it New Japan thing. It's a very New Japan thing. Yeah. In New Japan, before I saw it really done like that anywhere else, I saw it in New Japan mm-hmm. where it's almost like a video game. Right. Where you have to really, really wear down. So it doesn't matter what move you you use. If they aren't worn down, you're not ready to pin them, or they're not ready right. to be pinned yet. So you're not, not going to be beaten yet. So it's yeah. like a very New Japan thing. Right. Um, 
I guess it might have started there and then trickled throughout the indies and obviously now in uh, NXT and AEW for that matter. Just in wrestling in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In wrestling in general. Um, you, uh, it, it, it can be, it can be, I mean, it's exciting the way it's built up, but. Are you, are you genuinely surprised anymore? Um, at, in some matches I am because of how it's executed. If it's really going really great, and the certain moves that I hit that you know you should really be done, like then in a way, the crowd kind of gets you hype with it, and it's like you're kind of into it. But but I'm glad you brought it up because that is kind of a thing in NXT, especially with a main event and especially with a strong storyline. And they, like, they they have that that quote unquote epic style match. Yeah. To where they're just battling back and forth and back and forth and right. false finish, false finish, kick out, kick out, kick yeah, out. Yeah, it could be tedious because it will have you on your feet, but Yo, I mean, mean end of the day, I mean it, th- there is a formula. Yeah. They it do is. have their formula. And they you know, WWE does this every like every six months. There is something that they add into that everybody does for like the next six months, like some type of new kick. Right. Or some type of like I I can't I can't count on two hands how many times I've seen a a reverse hurricanrana now. Like that was such a, a uncommon move and now oh, I bro, see it like all moves. the time now. I have a list. Yeah. There are there's the, the reverse hurricanrana is there. The Canadian destroyer. Which one is that? The The Canadian destroyer is basically like Looks like it's gonna be a a, a power bomb, mm. but they jump the other way and end up a pile driver. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, you're gonna see that all the time. Yeah, you're gonna see an enziguri off the rope all the time. All I the see time. that all the time. You're gonna see a suicide dive. Yeah, all the time. Listen, and we're not saying these moves are not cool, but WWE knows how to. No, I mean, <laughs> like, everybody does right, that shit. Everybody, everybody uses does that. the Canadian Destroyer. Everybody does the same damn Enziguri, especially off the rope. Right. One thing that I can never get tired of is a super kick. <laughs> Yo, I'll differ with you there, bro. Because some... when you're in match four and you've already seen four super kicks each match, I'm good. It depends on how you sell it, though. Like, your man. Well, I mean, uh, look, the super kick tonight. That was different. I don't know. That man, he deserved a coffin. The super, the super <laughs> kick that 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 uh, it was uh, was who gave it? Sammy. Super? Yes, Sammy oh, caught shit, the super yeah. kick. Lord and died. R- right there. R- 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 P. That looks dope. But if you're just super kick- kicking people to death, then it, people just utilizing these moves. Super kick is now like. A normal move for a lot of a lot of them. Yeah, a no, it's a super normal move. But yeah, in general, like they wrestling has their set of moves that you know it's like right. any other thing. If something becomes popular, becomes a trend. Right. Because think about this: like how, when first time I saw a super kick was from Shawn Michaels. Now at the time, how many other how many other people can you say was using the super kick? I'll do you one better. I remember when Shawn Michaels was using the super kick. It wasn't called a super kick. It, it was, was called a savat kick. Savak, okay. So it was called a savat kick, and it wasn't his finisher. Oh, okay. I remember he used to use a um, pile driver as a finisher. I didn't know that. That was just a a move in the match. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't finisher. If I remember correctly, I remember uh, there was, was the Stevie kick. That was Stevie Richards. Yeah, I remember that. He used to use that. I remember that. Um, but the guy that trained Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, gentleman. Oh boy, I can look it up. What the hell is his name? <clears throat> it's right on the tip of my tongue. Like it's not Jack Evans at all, but that's coming to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can if I remember correctly, like he used to use the super kick. Okay. Um, maybe either as a finisher or like one of his signature moves. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, it, it became popular. Shawn Michaels used it. The Bucks really made it popular. Shawn Michaels did it as his finishing move, oh, no, but still nobody was it. using it. Right. Um, and that's why I brought back to Shawn Michaels, because at that time, it's only certain people that will use certain moves. And I said he was trained by Chris Adams. Chris Adams, right. Yeah. Gentleman Chris Adams. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, like he used to use that, I believe, as a finisher or something like that. But yeah, that's I mean oh, the match okay. was dope. Right. It was. Yeah, the yeah, match yeah. was obviously really dope. Um the Gargano and Ciampa feud now continues. This right. is the new wrinkle here. Now here's the thing. Are you are you ready to see that again in reverse? No. I think they're doing it because they have the TV viewers now. Okay. Because they haven't feuded since they've been on, uh, on USA. On, right. That was all in the network. And for what it's worth, it's worked thus far Yeah, when they've had their feud. Yeah, because it was so shocking. Like I'm still, I'm still kind of shocked about it. It's so. a, it's a dope it story impact. right now in general. Like not even just that, but the fact that this kind of reminds me of after Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels had their Iron Man match mm-hmm. at WrestleMania 12, I believe. Yeah, it was 12. Um, had the Iron Man match. Shawn Michaels won. Bret Hart went away for a few months and didn't come back until a Survivor Series when he had the match with Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. After that match. They had like was WWF was in such a period of transition and turmoil at the time mm-hmm. because they were they were experimenting with being more and more edgy. So right. you know Austin's character is developing, but I remember specifically around this time, um, like and even going into the Royal Rumble because I remember mm-hmm. they had like a Final Four match. It was a lot of things going on. Yeah, where the Undertaker, Vader, Steve Austin, and Bret Hart were at odds with each other for a bit for a period of time mm. and everything seemed so chaotic you couldn't tell what was real and what wasn't right. Bret Hart's cursing they gotta bleep it and go to commercial and he's you know trying to yoke uh, uh, Vince McMahon up yeah. Shawn Michaels is still involved <clears throat> somehow Psycho Sid is still involved mm. everything revolved however around mm. the title right. to where there's shades of grey we don't know if we're supposed to cheer this guy or boo this guy He's losing it because all he wants is to be the number one guy in the business. Right. And be, that is represented by the title. That's what this reminds me of a little bit. Okay. Where you have, you know, Adam Cole still has the title. You have um, Champa who came back from neck surgery and all he wants is the title. Mm-hmm. You have Gargano. He wants Goldie back. Exactly. Gargano's there. There's a few key major players, former champions, current champion that are all revolving around the title mm. and they're all losing it. Yeah. All of them are doing things that are becoming more and more drastic every time you see a new episode. Right. I think that shit is fire. Absolutely. I, and I completely agree. Um, <clears throat> I don't, you know, I don't mind seeing that again. It, I don't, but but thing is, where are you going to cap it off now? That's we'll the see. thing. Like, I mean, look, that's, that's the one thing, and I, I I've become more of a we'll see and let's see and I'll wait to see kind of a guy. And I like that, and I like that more because I don't want everything to be so damn predictable. Yeah, not predictable, not cookie cutter, not I've already seen this shit. Like I'm fine with not knowing where something is going. Like let right. me guess. A little I'm bit, always fine me, with that. Like, yeah, I don't like, need to know. I, but, I don't. I don't. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and the other thing is, if you as a fan say, oh, I really want this person to have the title, and you get that shit every time, or mm-hmm. you think this person should win all the time, then you're going to fucking complain that it's right. predictable anyway. Yeah, you're never going to be satisfied. That's why you just have to look at it at a, at a, at a certain point. It's like, we look, at it, we look at it differently. We're fans, but we kind of know the inside as well. But we know for a fact, like, like I don't want, I don't, I don't want it to be predictable. Give me something, give me something I, d- I haven't seen before, or like, give me some type of swerve or something. Just tell yeah. me a good story. Right. Tell I, me a good story. Surprise me. And be a good worker. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Like, I don't I don't want to see no dirt sheets. I don't want to see, oh, I think this is going to happen at WrestleMania. I don't care. No, like, no, no. That's the thing. That's why that shit doesn't bother me. I'll well, read a spoiler. Oh, I know exactly what happened oh, in NXT no. and oh, didn't no, watch every minute of it. Oh, I don't I, give a fuck about that. Oh, I can't. Oh, I, no, if it's I a care. good story, so put it like this. You know Batman is going to win at the end of the movie? Uh, possibly. Yeah. Do you think Batman, any Batman movie ever is going to go off with Batman dead? I already know it's not. Bingo. But it's still entertaining. It is. Point being. So, I don't care about that. If I, like, if I can't watch 
Like I wasn't able to watch Takeover in its entirety. Mm-hmm. I still want to talk about it. I still want yeah. to know what happened. Yeah, of course. So I don't mind going to whatever.com right. and reading up on what happened. Right. As long as the story is good, I can be entertained. And the next time I right. catch it, I'm caught up. Nothing is out of the blue. I don't know. I'm not in the dark about anything. Right, that shit doesn't right. bother me. Right. It doesn't no. bother me at all. No. I like the speculation. Yeah. Half of the fun about being a wrestling fan is speculating about who's going to jump to which company and who's turning on who right. and what the rumors are. All right, that's cool. All right, of that. That's I, cool. I'm down with all of it. Right. All I, just, I ask is that the story is good. Right. I, I'm a little different. Like I, I really don't want to see spoilers like that. I don't read the dirt sheets. I don't do any of that. I'm still a fan at heart. So... I still want to have that type of surprise. If there's speculation, like, all right, I may move to this company or whatever it is, that's cool. But if you're not telling me like the full fledged story, I'm fine with that. But I'm still, I still want to be surprised. Like at the end of the day, I still want to have some type of entertainment or some type of surprise to look at the product. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's still entertaining either <clears throat> yeah. way. Yeah, I get Even you. Even if I yeah. know it's coming. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even if I know it's coming, if the story is really, really good, I'm mm. down. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am down. If somebody, whatever. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way. I got you. But um, the bottom line right now is um, the biggest story coming out of NXT TakeOver was the Gargano turn yeah. on oh, Champa. Yeah. Absolutely. And we'll see what yeah. happens. Um, Keith Lee is still standing strong. We have mm. new tag team champions and the bros mm. awaits. Hilarious. Um, so we saw them defend the title <laughs> actually tonight. Mm. Um, so, you know. We'll see what happens with them. I still think, and I did predict correctly, that Adam Cole would retain and he yeah. would be the last member of the Undisputed Era to lose his title. And it wouldn't happen on the same show. Right. Um, so we're gonna, you know, we're gonna see that crumble. You're starting to see I'm interested um, to see that how that how that's gonna play out. This whole thing with Roderick Strong and Velveteen Dream hilarious. Um seems to be drawing Roderick no. Strong. No, out. it's not hilarious. It's it, what's hilarious is this man's tights with his wife on yeah. the crotch. Like that's hilarious. Yeah, he's pushing that like, button, man. He's that's like, how and that's how and that's how he's supposed to do it. Yeah, yeah. look at under your skin, dude. One man, um, what's the dude from um, uh, uh, rap, ravishing Rick Rude shit, man. Yeah, Rick Rude. <laughs> oh, 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 like, Rick Rude. Those are Rick Rude. Uh, Rick Rude used to do that shit against every mm-hmm. in every major match. I think in every match he had like a you know it was damn obviously all, all you know a new pair of tights, but when he was in a real major feud, bingo. That's how you tantalize your your opponent. I'm gonna get you, under you, your skin. Yeah. So um, another heel, another heel thing to do. But, but just the, but you, the Velveteen Dream, you still he's not. I don't know what he is. You know, right now, I he, right now I think he's just out for revenge from being period. out. So Period. he ain't he really he ain't really in like a huge position right now or I don't know what it is. All he I does, know is that he, he had that man's wife on his yeah. on his text. He doesn't have to be a heel or a face right now in this and story. His, and the booty hole. Like yeah. on both sides. Like fam. <laughs> like, she talks a lot of shit. Uh facts. I apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> but um it was dope. Yeah. Uh, NXT tonight was uh was pretty cool, I would say. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the biggest takeaway from that. I mean, they're coming out of a takeover, so now they're about to start to, you know, mm. move the next set of storylines together. Um, I could, yeah, there wasn't really nothing that crazy. It wasn't t- anything new that happened. They just they're moving them yeah. forward. The main event was Velveteen versus Roderick Strong. Um, Tommaso Ciampa interrupting Johnny. Uh, what was it, Austin? Theory, Austin Theory, yeah, yeah, and and addressing Gargano, Bianca Belair. Oh, that's the one thing. Yeah, Bianca too. Belair wants Charlotte, right? But no, going back to Takeover, Bianca Belair came out in the Black History Fire, Fire. Listen, I wrote it down somewhere here. Uh, come out with the Black History in the making, robe and uh, robe ring gear. I was like, how fire can you get? Fire, and then she comes out again. Tonight it says challenging um Charlotte to a match. Yep. Listen, man, give this girl a push. And but she is she's in the in the running right now. But listen, I want to see her the champion She'll of some it. sort by the end of the year or two thousand 
21. She'll get it. Right. She'll definitely get it. You know, right now, again, I, I don't see any reason why Rhea Ripley would be losing that title. No, I can't see that. And no, she no, no. shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we're not taking away from Rhea Ripley. Great. Like, I love Rhea Ripley is dope. But um, I just I just like to see when they push talent, certain talent that I know can go far. And I know yeah, they she has it. Go. I think the thing is just give her some meaningful shit. And right now she's in, you know, a, a triangle. She had a, a, a dope match with Rhea. Mm. Um, but now she has her sights set on Charlotte. And in certain circles, it's even more valuable to get a win over Charlotte. Yeah. It's more valuable to do that than it is, or even to just be in a meaningful feud yeah. with yeah, Charlotte yeah. than it is to even hold right. a championship. Right. And for the fact that they have Belair. elevator. Right. And the fact they have Belair in that position says a lot. Yep. You know, that's one of their top. She's, five, one, she's one, one of the top. top. Yeah. One of the top. She's definitely when you one say of the one top. of the top in Raw, SmackDown, and NXT? 100%. Okay. Word. I agree. I 100%. Agree. Because, like, the. Doing something that people care about makes you a top performer, mm. and people care about what what Bianca Belair is doing right now. Right, you know what I'm saying like you can't. You probably care more about what she's doing than what Bailey's doing right now. Mm. Bailey's one of the champions. Oh no, that's off. That's a you know freaking fact. So she's one of the top performers. Speaking of oh, Belair, that's a fact. Yeah, absolutely. So I can't wait to see that. Um, AEW Dynamite. Whew. Again, this uh, was. The this was the the show before the go home show mm-hmm. before revolution. Um, there were a lot of matches that we knew beforehand. We knew there was going to be um, and what's on our screen right now: Jeff Cobb versus uh, John Moxley. Mm-hmm. We knew there was going to be solid a, match, a steel cage match, the first match between Wardlow mm-hmm. and um, Cody. Right. Big ass cage. Yeah, um, we ba- knew that they in the cell. Be a tag team title match, Lucha Brothers versus the current champions, Hangman Page. Right. That was a, that was the match. That was a great match. Hell like yeah. from top to bottom. The thing I wanted to say about um, the weigh-in and the cage match, you see like they started promoting that cage match from like three weeks ago. Instead of it being on Raw where they just promoted like the night, like the night of, I felt like with this, like the promotion from three weeks ago, it made me so like so much more anticipation to see this match. I felt like I felt like I was going to a UFC match where they're promoting it like weeks in advance, and it's like it's a, just a huge buildup. And for them to have like the win and the feud that's been going on for the last couple of weeks makes me want to see. It makes me want to see the pay per view even more and that match even more. So like. Hundred percent. I mean, the 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 thing about what AEW's been doing um, for their TV show, like for these special matches, mm. the steel cage match, the Iron Man match coming up next week, they're promoting some of these big matches the way you would promote for a pay per view, yeah. But for TV, mm-hmm. which is dope, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you have to get people continuously coming back, not only to see what's going to happen, but looking forward to what they know is going to happen. Yeah, and um. And they they did that successfully, I think, with the steel cage match. Yeah, definitely. Um, the weigh in, I think, is a nice touch. It's something different. You don't see yeah. that a lot with WWE. No, um, you, you might don't see, see that. Shit, you don't see it at all with WWE. I was about to say, like, you might see it once every couple of years. You see a contract signing, but you don't really. You see, see a contract weight. signing like every two months. Yeah, the, the, the contract signing signings happen often. Yeah, um, in WWE, but you never see a. a you never see a weigh in. So and that's going to be dope. It adds a little bit of a big fight yeah. uh, cachet yeah, to makes a, fight, watch uh, a match that we're already looking forward to. Yeah. Like um, you see a contract signing all the time. Like, all right, cool. You do that in the back. But, you know what I'm saying? And, but that We also win. got the Young Bucks winning that Battle Royal uh-huh. to start the show. So they're going to Young Bucks versus Hangman Page and, um, and Kenny mm-hmm. Omega mm-hmm. is on the card. Got the world title on the card. Mm-hmm. They didn't announce the women's match yet, no. women's title match yet, unless I missed something. No, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, they I didn't just... announce that match yet, but Nyla Rose came out and gave her first promo but I'm as already, champion. I'm already intrigued because she just won the title, and I actually see her on TV the next week. Yep. You got Chris <laughs> Statlanders chomping at the bit. You got Big Swole chomping at the bit. And I was excited about that. I was calling triple threat, but before they even get to that, 
I'll say, all right, the two of them, Starlander and Big Swole, got to have a match first. Yeah, That's what have I'm to predicting. determine who the, the, the number one contender and who's going into uh, uh, Revolution. We have to figure out who that opponent's going to be first. Yeah, so I'm really intrigued. I'm really intrigued with that because you're already I hope they pushing. Do a, I'd rather see a singles match, to be honest. Like, the, the triple threat matches are cool. Mm. Sometimes I feel like they're just throwing people in there because they don't know what to do with them. Right. Um, um, and, okay. The storyline, yeah. there's enough going on that somebody can wait until the title match happens and then they're up next. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, have other things going on off, you know, to the side. Just like uh, in the men's divisions, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's separate feuds that are all revolving around one thing. So you yeah. do the same thing there. Mm-hmm. So so you had yeah. that. Um, that's the the Young Bucks match is set up. Um, I think that's going to be interesting. The Jeff Cobb match. Jeff Cobb, again, is... is that man's and, a beast. Oh, he's one of my favorite, bro. So you had uh, uh, Jeff Cobb. Um, take on Johnny uh, John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw the return of Darby Allen, mm-hmm. which we're seeing right now as well. Yeah, he's going to be enough. going up against Sammy Guevara at Revolution, I believe. Yep, mm-hmm. that's going to be a good match. Um, Darby is a great. He's a great wrestler. A little dark, sick motherfucker, and a good character. Yep. Uh, well, I don't know what he's doing. Like this Jack from the Night, the Nightmare Before Christmas theme. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's like some golf, some of that, some of. You know, skateboard. He got. He's got a lot going on. Whatever, whatever, whatever reason it's working. Yeah. Shout out to that Baker skateboard, by the way. That was dope. <laughs> Watch. I'm, you know, next time I see you, I bet you're gonna have a skateboard. I've no, nah, I've seen these for years, but you know, I've seen these for years, but the, that's kind of where it stops. The thing I like about Darby is that I tweeted this a couple of weeks ago. That man is quick as hell. Very, like, quick, like. Ray Mysterio, nineteen ninety nine, quick. Like I was, like I don't know what match he was in a couple of weeks ago, but, but he like, I don't know where he was getting this energy from, but shout out to Darby Allen, and this in this character, we watching this match right now. This is insane. It was dope to hear uh, Taz on commentary for Jeff Cobb's match. Okay. I like hearing. I, I love hearing. I love Taz. Period. Did he sign a contract with? Yeah, Daniel? yeah, yeah. He's with them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. I love hearing uh, Taz in general. He's one of my favorite commentators, like mm-hmm. ever. But I really, especially love hearing Taz um, commentate on matches when you have. So I don't give a rat like, ass. Legitimate, <laughs> like legitimate, like oh legitimate. You know, people from wrestling back, like legit wrestling backgrounds or some kind of martial arts, Muay Thai. Because he's very knowledgeable and trained in, you know, various disciplines. Um, So he knows, like, all these different holds. Hell, that's what his gimmick was in ECW. Was, like, a shooter, a guy I know a thousand ways to hurt you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I love Taz, but I really, really love Taz when he's able to call people that are you know, doing shit that he can explain and break down. Is he still, he's not doing his podcast anymore. No, nah, right? he hasn't done it for a while. I think yeah. he's going to make an update at some point. But okay. No, nah, he seems like he's focusing right now right. On, uh, on the AEW yeah, side which, of things. Yeah, which Plus, I, you know, they got a new show that's supposed to be debuting. I don't know if they ever announced the date, but there's going to be an, another new, uh, a new one hour show. Yeah. So yeah, he we were talking be, about that before. Yeah. He may be doing commentary on that, but yeah, he's over there. He signed up with, uh, with AEW. Mm. So yeah, I mean, mm. like, I was I was obviously happy with the uh with with both shows tonight. Yeah. Oh no, facts. Um this there was a lot of things to take from it. I felt uh I felt AW had it over a little bit more, but I mean NXT wasn't was just promoting certain things, but you know, but but you know what it was more anticipation because of the cage match as well and then the match with Moxley. So that was kind of been promoted for like a two or three weeks. So. Well, listen, like they're they're rolling downhill now, building up momentum because they're getting closer and closer to a big show. Yeah. So it's like we we kind of if we didn't already know the direction for certain things, today was where they shored ninety nine percent of it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Again, the only other thing we don't know is what's happening with Nyla Rose. Yeah. But other than that, it seems like all of the major points of the card place, are already yeah. set up. Yeah. So they just they just hitting. And everything's been progressing well for the last month, month and a half with all these storylines. So like you're kind of now you're making it making you want to be really invested into 
everything that you're seeing. Like, like I'm in it. It's like a soap opera. You know, say what's gonna happen next week because you're seeing these people. You're seeing these guys getting conflicted in the ring. Something happens with this guy in the ring, especially with like the the uh the Omega Omega and Page thing. Like we would talk, we talked about this every week. I was like, yo, this dude hit this dude this week. This dude has a drinking problem or whatever it is, and they're being there's like there's some type of confliction in in the camp. So and like we were just talking about it, I think off mic, like um just like where it's gonna go next. Because now they're taking on the young bucks at the pay per view. So That's like be interesting. So that so that whole build up is was just nuts. That's gonna be like, interesting. I yeah. like I have a theory. I told you earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll save that for the next. We save it for the next podcast. podcast. Yeah, uh, we'll do like a a full prediction episode. I'll say mm-hmm. for AEW Revolution, um, which again is coming up on the 29th. Yes, the 29th. So February twenty ninth, AEW Revolution. We have one more show before that mm-hmm. uh, pay per view. And uh, and shit, I'm kind of good. Yeah, and then we can't forget about uh, I don't know if you're gonna look at it or not, but uh, Super Showdown. Okay, so I won't won't watch it live, but I'll either catch it or I'll catch it live. I'm probably gonna watch it that night. Yeah, I'll catch bits and pieces if not the whole thing. I think that's a Thursday, I believe. Yeah, so Thursday is usually like you know, mid afternoon over here, two o'clock. Yeah, I think it starts at all noon, I think. Definitely not catching that. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have time to watch that shit out. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, that's next week. Yeah, next week. All right, so Super Showdown is next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's on Thursday, so we'll probably break down... Uh, maybe do a prediction for both of those. Yeah. Maybe do a prediction for both of those uh, mm-hmm. shows coming up. And then um, we'll watch uh, 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 Revolution on Sunday. Facts. All right, Ooh. folks. All right. It's time to get the fuck out of here. Once again, yeah, part of my fresh wrestling podcast at PMF Wrestling, part of my fresh.com. Once again, shout out to the sports guys mm-hmm. for their time to the man Mike every Monday. Uh, my partner, Ronnie Andretti at Andretti PMF. And I am sleepy. <laughs> Follow me. My name is AO. You can find me at DJ AO PMF. Mm-hmm. Catch y'all next week. Happy wrestling. Peace out. Peace.